What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack coming at you today to talk a little bit about like coaching. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experiences with coaching and if I like it, if I don't like it, whether I think it's good, whether I think it's bad, all that good stuff. I'm not going to give you all the details right now and I'm not talking about sports coaching, I'm talking about like business coaching and personal coaching and momentum coaching and um, all that kind of good stuff. So we're going to cue the theme song and we'll be right back in a minute. The big question is this, how are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the middle of the pack. Sweet. So glad that you guys are still here. Glad that you've decided to join me today again. Leading from the middle of the pack. We are excited to have you guys here today to talk a little bit about coaching. Um, I want to talk just a little bit about whether it's good or bad and whether you should do it or not or whether I should do it or not. Um, Because here's the thing that I've realized is that coaching is not for everybody. Now, coaches will tell you that everybody needs a coach or six of them or seven of them or eight of them. And you'll probably hear that come out of my mouth at some point because I do enjoy coaching and I enjoy learning from other people. The thing is, is that you can get coaching for free. You don't have to pay for it. What I've learned, though, is when you don't pay, you don't pay attention. And what I mean by that is, is that when something is free, you don't value it as much as if you pay for it. So if I go pay $25,000 for something, it's going to have a lot more value to me than if it's free. And if something is free, it's not going to have as much value to me subconsciously and I won't listen to it as much. And I've done a podcast on that already is that you have to pay and those who pay, pay attention. And those who pay a lot, pay really close attention. And those are the ones who are super successful. My thing with coaching is, is that I think that it's really good and it works for most people. And if you allow it to work for you, it will work for you. But there are some people that coaching won't work for. And, and that's okay. And if you're one of those people that's uncoachable or that doesn't want coaching, that's fine. Me personally, I'm a very coachable human being. You can coach me to do just about anything. And if you tell me to, when, when I'm flying an airplane, if you tell me to use more rudder, I'm going to use more rudder. If you tell me to use less rudder, I'm going to use less rudder. I'm going to do my best to do what you tell me to do. That way I can grow and succeed in it. And so Coaching, there's some keys to coaches because I've actually invested quite a bit into coaching. And if my family knew what I put into coaching, my mom would probably uh, pass out <laughs> from learning how much I've, I've invested into that in myself to grow. But it's an investment for me. It's helping me grow. It's helping me get to that next stage. And without coaching, there's no way that I'd be able to do what I'm doing as I do it. And my thing is, is like, what's kind of crazy for me and that I've realized lately is like the coaching I've gotten the most out of is, is free. It doesn't actually cost me anything. It's nice to have some of the coaching and some of the perks to go with some of the stuff, but it's not necessarily something that I make a ton on. And so it's, it's, um, it, sometimes I've got to decide whether coaching, whether finding the right coach is uh, like how to find the right coach. And so let me talk to you a little bit about uh, when I hired a, a personal coach, the first one that I hired I wanted the best of the best. And so I was willing to pay the best of the best. And I snuck in and found a coach and I was able to get him and his associate underneath him. And I really wanted life-changing events. And so 
Um, I didn't necessarily understand it. I should have started out a little smaller, but I started with one of the best coaches in the fitness industry. And I'm not in the fitness industry, but he's really good at business. And the people I was talking to was really good in fitness and they were really into fitness. So they all recommended him. And so I signed up for him and, and I'll be real honest with him. He charged $5,000 for one call a month for three months. And you got group coaching on top of that, all this, all the content that he provided for everybody else, as well as two calls a month with his, um, Amigo, compadre, somebody's working underneath him. So you got three calls a month for three months for $5,000. And that was a ton of money for me at the time. Um, when you do the math, that's that's $20,000 a year um, for coaching. And and that was a lot of money whenever I first bought it. And I remember talking to Jenna about it and being like, oh my gosh, uh, should I do this? Should I not do this? And in all honesty, it wasn't a bad thing. I, I still remember a lot from Craig. He taught me a ton. I got a lot from him. I devoted a lot to it. I paid a lot for it. So I was really invested. I was really taking notes. I was really trying to learn. The truth is, is that I probably should have started with somebody that was more like, you know, a thousand dollars a quarter, because in all honesty, whenever I got into that, uh, he was used to people who were a little bit further ahead in business than I was. And he was used to coaching people who who were not as green as I was when it came to business. And so what I was trying to get out of it was a lot more than what he was delivering um, because he was he was giving me deliverables that I could use now, not deliverables that I could use when I first started. And so the big thing is finding the right coach to talk about, the right coach to talk about, the right coach to work with for you. And every coach is different. Every person's different. It's finding somebody who's got a similar disc profile to you who can help push you along. Um, after that, I invested in a couple more coaches, uh, ended up investing in a coaching program that's been really good for me so far. And it's, it's pretty good chunk of change every year. And then I invested in another coaching program before I actually signed up for that one. Um, hoping that it would be good. And it was more of a personal coach and it was, it was not as expensive. It was about $3,000 a year, 3,500 a year. Um, but to be, and you got, and you got like uh, a call every other week for the year is what you got of a 30 minute call every other week. And I'll be real honest with you. I only had one coach out of all them that I worked with in during that program that was ever any good. I had a coach to begin with and he kept telling me the same things over and over again. It was rehearsed. It was a script he was following. It was a joke. I didn't love it. Then I said, man, I'm more high key than this. I need somebody who's got more energy. I need somebody who's going to be there to help me, to work with me, to push me, to keep me moving forward and that kind of stuff. And so they put me with somebody else and that didn't work. And then they put me with somebody else. And then she Lasted for a really long time. And I worked with Vanessa for a long time, for quite a while. And I actually really enjoyed working with Vanessa. And then she left the firm about seven months into us working together. And I was actually really disappointed when she left. But I understand you got to do what's best for you. And you got to, you know, move forward in, in the ways that you need to move forward in order to get the best out of uh, everything that you can get. And so I was a little disappointed when she left. And I tried one or two more coaches with them. And then I ended up actually giving the coaching partnership to one of my one of my guys, my right hand man, and I gave it to him to get out of it. And he's like, "Man, this seems like a kind of a waste of time." And I was like, "Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing with these guys." And so, what I found out was is that you've got to have the right coach because it wasn't a waste of time with Vanessa. And the other thing I found out is that as I move forward with some of these other coaching programs, is that whenever you get the right coaches, it makes a huge difference to move forward with them. It makes a huge difference to get on the right page and and to and to help you because they need to know where you're at they need to be where you've been and recently you can't get somebody who's a billionaire to coach you in a startup business it's not going to help it's not going to be any good they're going to be giving you billionaire tips and you're going to be 
100,000 error, and you're going to need those 100,000 error days, 100,000 error years, right? Those 100,000 years, and they have they have million-dollar days. They have $10 million days when they're billionaires, right? Like, in all honesty, they have $100 million days when they're a billionaire. Um, never thought about that before. $3 billion is $100 million a day in revenue. Wow. Never thought about that. Or is it more than that? 300 days, 365 days a year, 100 million times 365 would be 300. No. Oh my gosh. No. I am so wrong. I, I've got to sit here and do this math for a second for coaching. Hold on. This is in my head now. So if you make a billion dollars a year, you would make 1 billion divided by 365. Um, let's get a calculator out and do this. Let's figure these numbers out because this is bugging me now. Can I even get to a billion? One billion divided by 365. $200 million a day? That's two million. Did I not get enough zeros there? Anyways, I digress. I think it's $200 million a day. Would be seventy three billion. Nope, it's two hundred two hundred. Um, it's two two million dollars a day is what you gotta make to get a billion dollars a year. Two million? That's not right. That's seven hundred thirty million dollars. If you made two two million dollars a day, it'd be seven hundred thirty million dollars. So it's just a little over two million dollars a day is what you gotta make to make be a billionaire uh, every year. So, anyways. My, my where I was going with this is if you hire a coach that's a billionaire, they're going to give you advice to get you to $2 million a day sales. Whereas if you're starting out, you're trying to get to $2 million a year, right? The first several years of business. And that's that's part of what it is, is learning that. And so finding the right mentor, finding the right coach. Um, find ones that jive with you, ones that, that agree with you. If you're super conservative, you're not going to want to have a super liberal coach, right? If you're super liberal, you're not going to have a super conservative coach. It's not going to work well for you. It's not going to bode well to have, have those people like that in your life trying to coach you and trying to give you advice. And and if you're not motivated, don't get somebody who's super motivated, that's super high energy because they're not going to be any good. I had a guy one time, he came to me, he's like, hey, Dan, would you coach me? And I kind of looked at him and was like, uh, yeah, you got to take this personality profile though first. He took the personality profile and I was like, yeah, you're, you know, you're okay to work with, but you're not very high D like your, your drive isn't really there. So I don't know if we're going to jive, but I said, you can, you can pay me a little bit and I'll coach you for a little bit. I don't have a problem with that. And we ended up not jiving very well because I was super driven and I was helping him more than he was helping himself whenever it came to a lot of this stuff. And he wanted to, he wanted to be one of those business owners that sat back and had everybody else do all of the work for him. And that's not the way that I work. And that's not the way that you truly succeed in life. If you want to truly succeed, you have to be willing to go out and get your hands dirty. And that's part of what I learned um, with that is like the personality profiles that I talk about all the time are huge, right? And and then you've got to, you've got to jive with people. You've got to figure out if you're going to get along with them and you need to know how they're going to react and what their drivers are and what keeps them moving and what motivates them and how you're going to be able to help them because again, finding a coach who's ahead of you is great, but they need to be not miles ahead of you. They need to be a few steps ahead of you. And if you pass that coach, it's not a big deal. You get a new coach and there's, there's lots of coaches out there that can help you get going in the right direction and help you move to that next step. And that's the big thing that you're talking about is that. All right. 
The next thing I want to chat a little bit about is like a momentum coach. And so I had this one gal one time and uh, her name was Lindsay and Lindsay was phenomenal as a coach. And I actually um, just stopped using Lindsay about a month or two ago, but uh, she was what, what I called a momentum coach. And she helped me keep momentum and helped me keep moving forward and moving in the direction that I needed to move forward in. And um, what I found is that to begin with, I was really reserved and really held back whenever we first started talking. It took me about three months to finally open up to her because I worked with Lindsay for almost a whole year. And the first three months were really brutal. Um, I didn't really want to share with her what was going on. I didn't really want to open up. She was prying like a can of worms, trying to get me to have some breakthroughs. And I wouldn't let her. And finally, one day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to play all in. I'm here. I'm here to play in. I'm paying for this. I'm going to take it. And so I started playing all in. And I started getting a lot more out of it because I played all in. I was there to help. I was there to grow. I was there to get her um, advice. And it was kind of funny. One day we were, I was getting ready to go take my pilot's license, my first one. And I was like, man, I, I got up in the plane today and I was just up and down and all over. And it was just atrocious. And I just, I loved the flight, but I was so stressed out. And I said, and finally I landed at the other airport. I turned around and I stopped looking at the gauges and I looked out the window and I enjoyed the ride. And everything went so smooth and beautiful because I stopped staring at everything else. I stopped worrying about, am I doing okay? Am I keeping it right? Am I keeping the elevation just right? And, and instead of it being a seesaw of up and down the entire time, like it was all the way over there for the hour and a half flight that we were going, I smoothed out and it went so smooth and calm and gentle that it was no big deal after that. And and, it, and the analogy that I told her, and it actually came out of my mouth and she's like, that is gold. You need to hold on to that. As she said, she said, sometimes, or I said, sometimes you have to stop and look out the window to smooth up and then it makes life gentler. Don't forget to look out the window wherever you're at. And that was something that she, that I said that she brought up to me that she caught. And she's like, man, I love that. Do you know what you just said? She's like, you just said that sometimes you have to remember to stop and look out the window so you don't mess up and then things will go smoother. You have to put it in God's hands in order to move forward. And that's, that's part of coaching, right? Is, is finding the right person to work with you and then being open to it. Number two and then number three, like playing all in. Because here's the thing. Whenever you hire somebody to do something, if you hold back, let's let's say that you, I don't do debt relief. Let's say that you hired me to get you out of debt and you had a million dollars in credit card debt or $10,000, whatever. Let's just say that you hired me to do that stuff. And I don't do that. So don't hire me to do that. Don't send me emails like, Dan, I want you to help me get out of credit card debt. No, that's not what we do. That's not what we're doing. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying, let's say you hire me to do that. But you have five credit cards and you tell me about two of them. Are we going to be able to get you out of credit card debt if you only tell me about half of what's going on? Not at all, right? Like we, we don't have the whole big picture. We can't solve it. So whenever you decide to get coaching, if it's right for you and if you decide that it's good for you, then the next step after you do that is, is to make sure that, it, that you play all in, that you give everything, you bring it all to the table, right? Like, okay, so this one time I, I paid pretty big money to go to a mastermind in Mexico. And, um, and just the trip down there was like five or $6,000 for the weeks, week stay down there. And it was lots of fun. We had lots, of, we had a great time. We got to see a lot of people got to be in the same room with some hundred millionaires and, and millionaires and people who are making tens of millions of dollars in their business every year. And people who are making millions of dollars of business every year. And it was, it was awesome. It was fun. It was great. And I, I loved being there and I loved, I learned so much from it, but the first two days I didn't play all in. I was like, okay, I'm up front. I'm taking notes. I'm here. This is great. I'm learning a lot. But then afterwards, it was like, okay, let's go. I'm out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna network. I'm not gonna spend time with other people. 
And the truth is that hurt me more than anything else because if I would have spent time with other people, I could have found the people that I found on day four, on day one, and I could have actually learned from them, spent time with them, and had an enjoyable time. But instead, I had an enjoyable time, but I wasn't getting as much out of it as I could have or should have. And so you have to play all in. So when it comes to coaching, it's finding the right coach that works with you, finding somebody who jives with you. Number two, it's not holding anything back. It's playing all in. And number three, it's it's being there, right? It's it's making that investment and considering it an investment. Don't consider it as wasting money. Consider it as an investment for growth. You want to grow? You got to get somebody to help you get there. Do you realize that the most successful people in the world have multiple coaches? Tony Robbins, who's worth $8 billion, not worth, but annual revenue of all this company, brings in $8 billion a year. He... He has so many coaches, and he is a coach. Donald Trump has coaches, right? Michael Jordan had coaches. He had coaches that helped him every day that helped push him, and I'm not talking about his NBA coach. I'm talking about coaches that he paid money out of his pocket for to have to help him get better so he could be the best basketball player of all time. And you can argue with that, but you're not going to win that argument, but you could argue with it all you want to. But he is by far the best basketball player of all time. And, and that's because he wasn't afraid to fail, number one. And number two, he hired coaches to help him get there. And so I know that I said that coaching is not for everybody. And I agree with that. There are people that coaching will never help. It's because they don't want to learn. But if you're coachable, if you're a coachable human being, you can learn anything. And you will grow so much faster. And you'll be so much more successful than the people who aren't coachable. Because if you're coachable and if you hire somebody and find somebody that can help you, move you to the right path, move you down the right direction, it makes such a huge difference in life and it can put you forward because you're learning from their experiences. And so you can move ahead eight steps instead of one in a single year, in a single day. You can make 10x progress because you've got around the right people and you're doing the right things and you're going in the right directions. And so today is not about telling you to go hire a coach. It's about telling you that if you're going to do coaching, that you need to find the right person to coach you, right? Find somebody who's on the same wavelength as you. Make sure you're going to be simpatico. Make sure you're going to jive. Make sure you're not going to be hating on Biden and they're going to be loving him, right? Like, or hating on the liberal president and, or liberal regime or whatever you want to call it, and you're going to be loving them or whatever. They're going to be loving them. You don't, you don't want that because then you're not going to be there. Number two, you got you to gotta like play all in. You got to pay for it a little bit. It's got to hurt whenever you do it or you're not going to listen. And number three, play all in, like I just said. And, and you've got to actually give them all the information so they can help you win. And number four, don't be afraid of growth. A lot of times what holds us back is ourself. It's our own limiting beliefs. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's the type of person we are. And so I just want to encourage everybody to know that with coaching, you can grow and you can grow leaps and bounds ahead of where you are. And you might be able to find a mentor that doesn't charge you anything. But if they don't charge you anything, are you going to get anything out of it? Are you going to listen to him? When they tell you to go big or go home, you're like, what does he know? He has all the money in the world. Blah, blah, blah. You're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I listen. I paid lots of money for this. I'm going to go do exactly what they tell me to do. I'm going to mimic it. And I'm going to mirror it. It's going to be beautiful. No, that's not what you do because you didn't pay for it. Didn't hurt. Didn't hurt to go. It didn't cost you anything. It was just a little bit of time. Right? And so today, I just I really want to encourage you to, to really, before you hire a coach, to take some time to find the right coach, number one. Number two, I want you to think about coaching and whether you really need it or not. Because like I said, it's not perfect for everybody, but it has helped me out enormously. Um, I, I enjoy helping other people and enjoy coaching other people. That's one of the things I love the most is doing business coaching and DOT coaching. 
probably business coaching more than DOT because I'm super big into business right now. Um, know a lot about DOT and that kind of stuff, and I can't wait to get into some other coaching, but that's kind of where I am in life. And so today, uh, that's that's really what I just wanted to chat a little bit about was like not getting not getting um, in a hurry to hire a coach, but also not 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 taking the opportunity when it's there and then not doing it because it's not free. Don't expect the whole world to give you some of everything's free. You're not getting anything out of it. So that's it, guys, for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you think about getting a coach before you actually get one and really evaluate whether you want one and then what kind of coach you want. Sit, write the do's and the don'ts and what you expect and what you don't expect because that's going to really help you find the right coach to help move you forward because think about it. If Michael Jordan wanted a coach that was going to help him get better at football but he's a basketball player and it could show him how to throw the perfect spiral downfield or the perfect way to catch or the perfect way to kick – it's not going to do him any good, right? You got to hire a coach if it's going to help you move forward in the direction you want to go. So that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. If you liked it, subscribe. Um, take a screenshot, tag me in it. Uh, the Real Dan Greer at The Real Dan Greer for Eclipse. Look me up on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn. And I uh, hope you guys have a great day. We'll chat soon. <laughs>